Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor, and he used to work here, now he doesn't, and he does this for free. He's branded from the internet. Oh man, I hope I start getting paid, because I just quit my job. (laughs) To start another one, though, where you got your name in the business, man, you didn't have to start the business. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Um, here's the thing though, uh, money is good. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, if, if, uh, if you are listening to this and you're somebody who has a lot of money and, uh, I'm sure there's a, you work for like a professional radio station. So like, I'm sure if there, there's a process to how they give us the money, but like ultimately <laughs> just give us the money, <laughs> you know, at least give me the money, give me the money. If you are a real, if you're a, someone in search of a house in the greater Spokane slash whatever part of Idaho that is, give Brandon yeah. a call because he might yeah. be able to help you maybe. Yeah. Especially like if, uh, like I can pre hide a weapon in your wall like if that's if that's gonna be the selling point uh like i can do that you know what i mean neither of us is a scientist engineer or super villain <laughs> not yet but i can make you one apparently <laughs> one of us is a licensed realtor <laughs> now yeah um if you are one of those previous things though if you could let us know what we get right or wrong either way that'd be great at brandon mg at hey gregor on social and thanks so much if you could tell a friend write a review you'll find us now on all the major podcasting apps the gregor's nerd talk plus it's actually just called gregor's nerd talk i believe actually yeah um, you'll find us on all the podcasting apps uh, odyssey or uh, apple or overcast or whatever you prefer and we're also um yeah you'll find us there and if you could share it with a friend that'd be awesome Ari- you can also go to um uh what is it nerd t- gregor's nerd com or something like that we mm. have a url do no, we it, yeah i thought yeah we made one it's like it's uh we, it's we nerd made talk one plus for- nerd talk plus right nerd talk com. I, we really should know this. I w- literally worked in marketing for a long time. Hey, there it I is. Really Nerd Talk Plus. Yeah. Nerd Talk Plus. If you go to nerdtalkplus.com, you can find our OnlyFans uh, and <laughs> probably links to the, the podcast and all the other things, too. And how you can reach us on social. To answer this week, I have a burning question of the week. Of the week. Okay. Have you ever thought about opposite smell? <laughs> what the? What is that? <laughs> What does that I, even mean? I just, I just mean like. Um, Have you? Yeah, oh, so much. <laughs> I've thought about it so much. Like I think about it all the time. Um, so the uh, uh, the thing is, I think about the fact that a baby. Uh, I have a baby, and he recently pooped a lot. 
<laughs> and it was all over himself. And it did not smell good because we've recently started him on the solid foods. And uh, the thing about, there's this nurse in the hospital that told us like, oh, don't worry about baby poop. It doesn't smell bad. And I was like, that's false. I, I, I'm smelling it right now. He's ju- You're smelling it right now. You're just <laughs> used to smelling hospital smell. Okay. Well, I also think about all of these smells like when you work at a hospital or when you have a child at home or when you worked at Quiznos, the first job that you ever got fired from, and you came home smelling like au jus. The worst smelling place on the planet is the hospital because it either smells like disinfectant or it smells like something nasty. The second worst place is the uh, locker room at most of the public gyms that I have belonged to. (laughs) Or I think that I honestly think one of the worst smells in the world is when you go into a bathroom in which somebody has just wrecked and, Mm -hmm. but they've done the, the good thing about like spraying the, the potpourri or whatever it is that they have to spray, like the room spray to get to neutralize that smell. But it always just ends up smelling like a mixture of, the poop and then the thing that you were spraying right? yeah poops too yeah 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 it's not good it's like why spray the stuff i'd like rather just smell one thing you know i came home from uh after having made some bacon yesterday and i came home and i was like man i'm gonna have a bacon sandwich not a blt because i drop all the veggies but I myself a bacon sandwich open the front door and i was like oh it smells like old bacon in here that's not appetizing uh, yeah yeah same well, thing only with and flowers yeah yeah well okay so all right old bacon your house smells like old bacon well think about this what if there was a uh uh oh I just noticed what's on your shirt by the way too that's sweet Trogdor oh it's it's the Seattle Kraken logo with the Trogdor the Burninator oh dude I felt so bad buying this because we know a bunch of people that work for the Kraken and when they first launched this was the immediate like kind of turd response that someone had to it and I bought it right away it's the Trogdor only with the Seattle S. As yeah. the as the yeah. as the S that he uses, uh, the Seattle Kraken S, and so um, yeah. I always like wore it secretly. But now that it's like season one is over, like who cares? It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, I think almost all sports teams or any brands in general should like really embrace the fan made uh, creations, just because it's like that's what builds a- like any sort of culture around your team. Now, here's the thing though: is that everyone's chasing the memes these days. Yeah. At the Formula One rate, are you already drinking beers? My God, it's 10 a.m. That's amazing. Can't read it. Root, root beers. Okay. <laughs> um, at the Formula One race over the weekend in Canada, have you seen the meme of the guy that stands in New York City and he holds up a different the sign? Like, yeah. He like has a cardboard sign. He looks like a kind of like a yacht going preppy guy. And he holds sure. Up. Yeah. He was there with Mercedes slogans, standing in the pits with them, and I was like, "You're officially trying too hard." Yeah, yeah. When you start paying for memers, come yeah. On. Now there's another guy that goes and watches trains drive by. His name is Francis something or other, and he's this English guy, and he's obsessed with trains. He's a train spotter, um, and they had him in Miami with one of the teams, and that was hilarious because like he has no business being there, and it wasn't. Sure, yeah. I don't know. There's I don't know what the what the line is between trying too hard and and. I guess if you just invite a guest and you're like, look at this guest we have, but the guy holding the sign felt like it was I, like. It just raised a very interesting question. Literally. Another question for me. Yeah. Uh, what's the tr- What's the train scene like in Miami? <laughs> I think mostly it's uh, it's when people are running trains. So that's oh yeah, that okay, night. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta ask. We gotta ask CJ. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Siege, if you're listening, hit us back, yeah. okay? Okay, uh, here's the thing. Okay, so you walk into your house, and it smells like old bacon. Oh, hold on. Let's, let's, let's start this over. The question of the week is, do you ever think about opposite, opposite smell? smell? Yeah. Okay. So, and like, no. <laughs> okay, so there's this there's these ideas about our sense of smell that I have. Like, uh, 
where like there's got to be a neutral smell, right? But like at the end of the day, like right now, even though if I you're like don't a smell smell Malier, I, yeah, yeah. I, I I sniff around right now and I'm like, okay, I don't smell anything, but I'm smelling something. Like I have to be smelling yeah. something. You've like just this, become accustomed. Yeah, I've just become accustomed to the thing that I'm smelling. Now, so what I'm wondering is like if you're smelling old bacon, you go into your house and you're old, you have oh, old awful. bacon, and you in like what if there was a thing like molecularly you break it down and you say okay these are the things that make up the smell of old bacon and uh scientists i'm sure i maybe they're working on this already maybe they're not if they're not uh <laughs> don't fund this show like i was saying if you're a person with money go fund this the 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 research of opposite smell so dyson if you're listening i'm sure you're working on it with some sort of yeah. thing that's called ionizer or something or other right right uh, opposite smellerizer uh go take the that molecular break composition and Create the opposite of it. So that way, if I come home smelling like au jus from Quiznos, yeah. uh, I can spray that stuff on me. And it just like, it doesn't make me smell different. Like if I spray the room spray in the poop room, uh, the bathroom, it doesn't make it smell like the mixture of poop soup or whatever you called it. Poop, like, <laughs> poop stew. Yeah. Uh, it, it just makes it smell like neutral. Like just make, make it smell normal. Like, like yeah. whatever I'm smelling right now. Uh, this second, make it smell like that because I'm smelling nothing. Yeah, you just want you just want something that breaks down the the set the molecules yeah. in the in the air, and maybe it leaves it feeling kind of stale or like um like sanitized, like the hospital or whatever. But if you could cancel out someone's you know turd bomb that they just dropped before you walked in there, that'd be all right, man. Well, I, I, think, I about, think you're really onto something here. Think about like um. Uh, there's like uh, if you eat something spicy, right? Like they say to to I think well I think that the I maybe it might be an old wives tale of like yeah. drink milk because it's supposed to yeah. uh, neutralize the spice. I'm like, how do we neutralize smell? Like what if like if do I have a, a candle or like a, a a thing of wax that you know every time I accidentally smell poop, I just go like oh I got my don't worry I have my like little mini wax tin of of anti-poop and then i just give that a sniff and all of a sudden it's back to normal no you want something that you spray into the air that breaks down anything that's heavier than a certain normal sure. thing that you'd breathe in right so you like spray it and it just n- literally neutralizes them. yeah like, like right now you know you put lysol and it smells like lysol or yeah. you put like um or if you like have a plug-in you know in your wall right. it just smells like your grandma like got her like dead body cooked in the sun for a while or whatever like it's like i don't want it to smell like the 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 new thing i want it to smell like nothing right yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. okay so anyway if you know if there's something maybe this exists and i've like just never been high enough to google it uh (laughs) while you know or like like maybe it exists and like it's out there and i should know about it and i just don't um but if you know about this if you know about opposite smell uh Please, please, please uh, go to nerdtalkplus.com, get a hold of us on any of our socials, and tell us about the thing that is the opposite smell. Because it, it, it's it's like, it's such an obvious idea when you're, like, obviously this was an idea I had while high. Uh, <laughs> it's such an obvious idea that why not? Like, how, how has it not been? <laughs> ah, there we go. All better. <laughs> Well, okay, like, think this thing has huge, like, obviously all of the things I can think of is like, all right, how to make myself not smell poop, how to cover up the weed smell yeah. in my dorm room, yeah, or whatever it is, my, right? The cat peed like, on my 
comforter or whatever. Yeah, like. but there's got to be like pra- like more, uh, let's say, business-friendly uses for this. Like spray it in the air and all of a sudden, if there was a concern about asbestos, yeah. it's gone, right? Or like <laughs> That seems illegal. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like uh, I, I work in real estate now. You'd be surprised how much asbestos is in freaking everything. So I worked at a radio station in Tucson, Arizona. Shoutouts to KFMA, and um, oh, and studios always smell like farts. This would have a lot of uh, well, it play gets, in radio. it gets way worse. Everyone is uh, that's spent any time in Seattle is familiar with the Tacoma aroma, right? And it's just yeah. a, it's a paper processing mill, right? Is that yeah, made it yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah. Well, we worked like it was like our station. The wildlife preserve and then the paper processing plant. And so every day at four o'clock, like like clockwork, they'd be done for the day and they would like release the valve that then sent the poop smell directly to the radio station. And so like bands would be in because bands don't get up early and stuff like that. And they'd be like going to perform. And all of a sudden the whole building smelled like Tacoma. And oh it was dreadful so if you could have something that you put in like as a filter between the outside air and the inside that would just neutralize that smell even if you had to be like even if it was like not everything if it was customizable if you brought in like a smell specialist or something a smell 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 mollier (laughs) smell mollier yeah Yeah. you bring that person in and they like take a sample a little of the uh of the air that's coming out and they're like "Mm, this has 95 percent nitrogen or whatever and then they give you the corresponding (laughs) filter spray this is 95 percent uh poop smell and (laughs) it's like banaca for your nose sure yeah instead of putting your to make your mouth your breath smell better you shoot it into your nose so you can't smell the terrible smells yeah yeah now I'm sorry to do this. I don't mean to be rude. I never mean to be rude. Sometimes funny turns into rude. But I'm actually quite disappointed in what your story turned out to be, Brandon. Because opposite smells sound so much different than neutralizing something. Like, if you were like, man, this pineapple is delicious. And then someone came by and had, like, cat butthole. And that was, like, the perfect opposite. But no, okay, no. But that's that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, if you smell pineapple and you're, like, or and maybe you hate the smell of pineapple. I'm not saying that you like the smell of cat butt. But maybe smelling the cat butt will make you smell neither because it neutralizes itself. Like, it is neutralized. That's where this, like, idea came from is, like, somewhere, like, because our we're limited as a species. Uh, we will never know the answer to certain questions. Like throughout my lifetime, how many pools will I have filled up with my pee? Like I will <laughs> never know like the amount of pee that I peed throughout my lifetime. How many pools would that fill up? Right. Yeah. Like I'll never know the answer to that. Olympic question, or backyard. That's <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good point. Like maybe let's, let's reduce it to hot tubs. Cause uh, <laughs> as we talked about this on this show before, like I don't pee enough. And when I do pee, it's for a long time. And always um, in a hot tub. <laughs> and always in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that answer is actually really easy. <laughs> it's five hot tubs. <laughs> I mean, I would. I'm actually curious now. Per like, year. yeah, I like. Uh, I'm sure that uh, I think we've done this. We've done a similar calculation before. Like, <laughs> you're gonna have to bleep this next part out. But like, how much would it take to fill up a person? <laughs> A person, yeah, like <laughs> like, like we, toes to toes to tops. <laughs> yeah, you and I did like a, a couple of years ago. I'm pretty sure we like did the math on this. How much volume? How much was, volume is there in a human? It was a lot. I mean, it was it was a lot. It was like so. How many times can we would change you that have- measurement to <laughs> viscosity? <laughs> <laughs> 
know. Uh, like we could probably do similar math to figure out you know how much volume typically do you pee what's the standard size of a hot tub how many times but you're gonna say hot dog (laughs) (laughs) i've peed seventy one thousand hot dogs (laughs) i see but you say that number seventy one thousand. i don't know if that's low or high you know what i mean like i have no idea (laughs) okay do you want to get gross or not, dude? That's what I'm. That's what this comes down to. Question have we not? Have we not been? Question of the week: Do you want to get gross or not? Absolutely. Okay, let's get a gallon container and see how long it takes us to fill up a gallon of container. A gallon container peeing at our houses. Okay, okay. Let's uh, because we're a podcast. Uh, maybe we can uh, in a radio show. Maybe we can outsource this. Uh, <laughs> And say, look, you and I don't have to get gross. Uh, Once again, our... Siege, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> he's, like, he's like way ahead of you. He's like, oh, I did this last week. <laughs> this is part of my regular research. Uh, we're not going to fill you in on who this person is because it would take too long, but he's the best. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. <laughs> All right, well, I, I'm glad we got the question of the week out of the way up top. Now, if you think back to a couple weeks ago, Brandon, there was a, a follow-up from when the European Union passed that new rule that was requiring companies to move to USB-P, uh, no, USB-C ports for charging. Now, a handful of U.S. senators are following suit. The idea is that having a zillion different types of chargers is both like super wasteful because you end up throwing all these ones away and then getting new ones and all this, fills up the landfills, and costs you a ton of money to dongle things. Looking at you, Apple. But then on top of that, also my mother-in-law complaining that she doesn't know how to charge her stuff because, of course. Now, to me, like this seems like a no-brainer, except for the fact that initially we would throw away all of our old cables, like we'd yeah. end up getting rid of those, and so there would be an initial negative impact that goes against what they're saying. But like, if Europe's going to do it anyway, like what's the incentive for these companies to continue producing things that aren't USB-C here? This should be a super easy win. And then I saw that it was like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, and I was like, well, never mind, because we can't get anything done that makes sense. Because like, We've been trying to do Europe things for a long time, and it never happened. And then it went to my mind, like, good thing we don't have like personal laser weapons, because then we'd never agree to, like, I'm, I'm not using USB-C. That's for the communists. Yeah. Like, You're not going to regulate my guns. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Although it would be dope to have personalized laser weapons one day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is cool. A massive shout out to an East Sacramento butcher, 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 a butcher, a butcher. He has that superior weapon. <laughs> He'll be uh, launching a new way to get meat to your mouth even faster. Don't be nasty, okay? I've, I didn't. What's the opposite taste for that though? <laughs> uh, they'll soon launch a meat vending machine. That's. Like, look out, Japan. <laughs> you got all your fancy heated coffees and soups. We got a meat vending machine. <laughs> and, like, I applaud their creativity, but my stupid brain can't help feel like this is how the robots will, like, Pied Piper us into the future. They'll be like, yeah. look at this tasty steak. It's Kobe beef. <laughs> like, oh, hey, I <laughs> yeah. do want that. Yeah. Dangling little bits of ribeye to get us into the juicing pit. <laughs> like a... A vending machine with like robot arms holding a stick, like a little yeah. sack on the bottom, like hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, a gi- give me the jerky. <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I just I feel like it's every time anything the machines start doing things that are like 
really making us super lazy. I'm always like, oh, right. this is a this is a move to <laughs> this yeah. is how the future is going to be terrible. But I don't know. Would you buy if there's going to be a meat vending machine? I would assume people would you know use it. It seems like it would be effective to whatever capability. They just the butcher shop gets so slammed with people wanting quality meat that they yeah. need to have it set aside or whatever. It, it's got to be frozen. I feel like I can't. Um... Like the way that I picture it is probably very much not the way that it's going to be in You're real like, life. Onions, yeah, Cool Ranch Doritos, ooh, eight ounce ribeye rib steak. Yeah. <laughs> beep beep beep. Uh, no, I feel like uh, ah, I got I stuck. Th- I gotta buy another one. Just <laughs> <laughs> an entire cow falls out of the. Uh, no, like the way I picture it is like you go hit the button and then like cartoony sausage links just end up shooting out directly into your mouth. <laughs> from the vending machine opening. I want him to I want there just on the other side of the machine to just be a cow that's being pushed into the sausage grinder and then it's just like it's like how many links do you want? You're like eleven and it's like <laughs> on the other side it's like <laughs> I don't actually want that, but that's how I imagine no, it. No, no, like, no, no. But I also like I, I would love we to use see all of the cow. Everything that you just said, but animated in the schoolhouse rock style. Because yeah. that's that's all I can picture. it turns out the cow is eating doritos from the dorito vending machine on the other side we just end up in a vending machine cycle now brandon what do you know about digimon Uh, like you seem like you're the right age to know about pokemon and digimon and stuff like that do you know anything do you follow that yeah i remember getting into pokemon and then like digimon came out shortly after is that a competitor or is it i think i think that no i think that they're competitors technically i think that uh digimon i mean i could be completely wrong here but i'm pretty sure that like pokemon came out and everybody was like yeah and then somebody else was like okay well here's digimon and everybody's like nah Nah. I think back to the 90s when I wanted rollerblades for Christmas and my parents got me Veriflex and yeah. I was like, do you hate me or because no, ain't nobody thought Veriflex rollerblades were cool, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I said to my wife yesterday, I was like, at the beginning of every school year, we need to figure out what's cool. So that way, one of the things that's cool we can get for our kids. So he's always got at least one foot in the cool game because I yeah. had zero feet in the cool game ever. Yeah. It was always like the clearance trapper keeper is the one that like my folks right. got me or whatever because they just did not give a crap about that. Rightfully yeah. so, I get it. But Sure. Um, yeah, you like you don't want your kid growing up to be like a better than you, t- but yeah. also at the same time, like don't like they, they want to be somewhat socially normal. <laughs> Yeah, just but your, a, your kid's already talking about like space stuff at the table, so he's not going to be the normal no, kid. But and he's like, not just talking about like Pluto's no longer a planet. He's like yeah. Sputnik Planitia is the heart shaped plane on Pluto, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I love it every second of it. But yes, you're right. So I just wanted to have like a thing to fall back on. Like yeah. I remember when Jan Sport backpacks were all the rage. Sure, you only yeah. you could only wear it on one shoulder, otherwise you were yeah. such a loser. And um, so, yeah, you had to have a Jansport. And, like, I remember we didn't get mine until it was, you know, no one was, until it was too late and I couldn't get a cool one or whatever. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that my parents raised me right and did all those things. And your, your kid's going to be like, did you know that the nine moons of Saturn? And then the, this bully's going to come up and be like, I'm going to kick your, and then he's like, oh, nice shoes, though. And then yeah. he's going to Damn, dude, those Jordans? Give yeah. me those Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, um, so I don't. I don't know a lot about Digimon. I followed Pokemon a little bit, but sure. it was, I was just just the wrong age for it to have been like for me. It was yeah. like Pokemon came out when I was like probably early high school or something like that, and it was like a kid thing. Like Magic the Gathering was like when I was in middle school. That's when it started, and yeah. who 
foresaw that thing becoming the empire that it is. And Pokemon was after that, and it was kind of a similar arc, I guess. They have all these sure. games, and Nintendo owns it, and all those things. Well, Digimon wants to trick your kids into exercising. <laughs> like the NFL Again, po- following behind Pokemon Go, they already did this. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing the Digimon smartwatch that'll only pump up your creatures when you get out and play. I mean, in theory, this is, like, pretty cool, and I guess it could be fun, and I don't know. It's. I mean, that's d- kind of like it's kind of like what happened. In, like the 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 fictional version of what you do in Pokemon. Like if you need your um if you need your character to evolve or to go to the next level, you had to get a certain amount of steps in, yeah. and like time had to pass in order for that to happen. And the way that the game calculated that was how much far your character was walking. So you just end up there mashing the little D pad, going around in, in in circles until you got your you know Bulbasaur to be. I almost said Brontosaurus. Uh, <laughs> You get your Bulbasaur to become whatever the next version of the Bul- Ivysaur. Uh, so, like, I, I th- so it sounds like they're just like, yeah, that, but real though. I mean, this is fine at all once you convince your kid into putting down the iPad or Nintendo Switch or PlayStation, Xbox, YouTube, TikTok, Minecraft, Snapchat. You know, like once you get past those simple things, you like, go outside and look at your watch that doesn't do much. Like. Yeah. I feel like this is a losing battle, and I read this, and I was like, no way, dude. Kids can smell this a million miles away. It has to, like, unless it somehow becomes, like, niche cool. Like, Well, the- but that's the thing. I mean, like, just to take it back to Pokemon Go, like, there was a lot of stories right after that came out of people who lost significant amount of weight. Uh, and like got into significantly better shape. And I'm not even just talking about weight because I don't want to be like a shamer of anybody. No, 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 no. But like just like people that got into better heart shape, that got into like got some regular exercise, even if it was minimal, even if it was just walking to the corner of the block so they could catch the Gyarados or whatever it was. Like there were so many stories that came out and it's like, I don't think that that was, that was a legitimately fun activity that people could get involved in. And uh, and I don't feel like it was ever like a tr- it wasn't like Michelle Obama tricking you into getting skinny <laughs> like it it just felt like a normal didn't work Obama <laughs> thanks Obama <laughs> now I'm <laughs> what do I do with this six pack I gotta pay taxes on this Are you kidding me <laughs> uh, then there was always with Pokemon Go also when you would uh, when you'd find a Weedle and you'd be nude and you could make the little AR go on your wiener that's that was fun. <laughs> You did that right? Everyone did that? Right? Yeah, uh, mine looked more like a ditto, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like also that you're carrying around a moving screen with the AR capability is what I'm saying, the yeah, augmented yeah, yeah. reality, not the shooting a school capability. But it's <laughs> yeah. um, the idea that, like, again, you weren't just on some watch where there was just a little thing like, like, you know, like yeah, yeah. Tamagotchi convinced 15-year-olds in 1995 to that that was cool with two buttons and nothing that would happen, but, like, so so if if uh, if this is to trick kids into getting some exercise, like is was Tamagotchi just like one parent someday was like I'm tired of my kid asking me for a dog. I'm just gonna create like this. I'm gonna trick him into like maybe he'll think that this fake animal that I'm giving him on this little device is going to be just as good. And it worked, and then it became like what it was. Like well, maybe that's they're what they're hoping to happen here with Digimon. I'm guessing it was Japanese parents being like, "Ain't no way we're getting a cat for this tiny house." Yeah, and like here, take this. Digima or this uh, Tamagotchi and keep it alive for 65 days and then we'll talk about it. And then a kid after two seconds is like, boring, and like yeah. back to something else. And so they're like, see, well, you couldn't even do that. Well, if we can't get you a real kitty cat. I, I just realized uh, you just made me think of this. Um, 
this joke this this meme that i saw that where uh uh you're a parent in a in a different part of your parenting career as than i am where i don't have to deal with this yet but i learned a, a interesting trick which was when your kid asks you something that you really don't want to deal with you just say let me think about it in hopes that they just forget <laughs> what they asked you about that's what the tamagotchi was it was like can we have a kid here we ha- or not a kid can we have a can we have a cat here here's a fake cat like if you keep it alive for 65 days then we'll talk about it and the kid just completely forgets about it in you're three just seconds. banking on their failure is what you're doing yeah 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 Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, so this is um this is one that has potential for good, but I always see evil in things, and so sure. here we are. Um, it feels like a plot to like a Godzilla movie, perhaps. It could be the answer for us not stinking up the earth. There's a type of larva commonly called a superworm that can survive solely on polystyrene, aka styrofoam. And I can only think of like, oh, a worm that lives off my Chinese food takeout containers. Cool, what a relationship. It's gonna be great. <laughs> But oh, I, it's only a Digimon, damn it. <laughs> when I hear superworm, like it's always the short-sightedness of like everyone needs a car and then like 50 years later it's like, "Oh, the cars are destroying the earth. This is bad. Everyone needs an electric car. That'll save it." Everyone talks about green energy and I'm for taking steps towards something cleaner, but it's like batteries ain't clean, dude. And so it's like incremental steps that we have to take to get places. But then I hear superworm and I'm like, "What?" eventually morphs into something and becomes Mothra and like tries yeah, to like yeah. fly around and we have to make a Godzilla and then the Godzilla gets a mind of its own and then we need Mecha Godzilla and then it throws us <laughs> into the juicing pit. And it's like a whole it's, thing. It's the little old lady who swallowed a fly except for that fly became Mecha Godzilla <laughs> and was tricking us into eating out of meat vending machines. <laughs> so, but I guess like... <laughs> Um, the trick we'd need is the we need these things to chew through like an entire landfill, and then you got to think about how you're going to keep the seagulls from eating all the <laughs> superworms, and then what happens in there, and they become ultra birds, and then I yeah. eventually I got to the point where I was like, oh, this is how we get pterodactyls back, like we talked about yeah. last time. Yeah, I think there's I think there's part of this where um, I I totally hear what you're saying about like worrying that superworm is going to become like Mecha Godzilla and. 
<clears throat> like we're just gonna end but like there's also the part of me that thinks, you know, we, we see Spider-Man and Spider-Man gets bit by a radioactive spider and he gets superpowers or somebody falls into industrial accident and becomes Sandman or all of these different things. When in reality, like, get bit by a radioactive spider and gets cancer, you know, <laughs> like, like ultimately, like, seagull going to eat superworm and die, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's what's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, so wait, if it's like... If the pterodactyl comes back by my extrapolation here, yeah, does it then eat garbage because that's its like upbringing right. that it's the garbage right. eating pterodactyl? Yeah. And then I'm like, can we cross the DNA of a superworm with a goat? Because goats love eating garbage. Maybe that would work out. And then just have like a big trash farm with all these garbage eating animals. And then I was like, wait a second, T Rexes eat goats. Yeah. I remember anything from that documentary Jurassic Park. That's how it goes down. So, so we're gonna get a garbage Rex, uh, a G a Rex. <laughs> In actuality, they're called dark beetles. That after some time, the larvae turn into a pretty significant sized beetle, probably about the size of your thumb. Yeah, and then. All I can think about is if they have like an infinite source of food to eat, then we just have like yeah. beetle infestations everywhere. And then like you have to be like, well, now how do we get rid of the beetles? Because again, we're like monkeying with, poor choice of words, we're like messing with the order of nature to be like, now we'll introduce these things. Yeah. Just, there's got to be a way to incrementally do all these things so the ecosystem has a chance to catch up because otherwise yeah. we're totally screwed. We're like, let's introduce all the superworms into the landfill. It's like, oh crap, what do we do with all these freaking beetles yeah. now? And it's like, then you that's where you get the. See, I'm, I'm trying to think now like. Beetlejuice, you know, we, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice! <laughs> that's what it's going to be. We're literally going to make. Be, that's going to be like the soylent of the future. It's just going to be like, okay, the larva eats the plastic the the becomes the the plastic dark beetle which dark beetle sounds like yeah. there's a uh uh gandalf the white beetle and then like there just happens to be the existence of like the evil beetle sauron the, the evil beetle <laughs> yeah, yeah he used to play drums but then R ringo took his spot yeah <laughs> beetle oh how about if you did all the beetle songs in like like black metal and then you had the oh, your dark, dark beetle, beetle. <laughs> As long as he eats plastic, I'm cool, man. Uh, <laughs> dark. I bet that. Okay, again, just like opposite smell, I'm sure that death metal beetle covers exist. Oh, for sure, right? Right? Yeah. Like yeah. That, yeah. So, but I like the idea I'd like of. To be um, <laughs> under the sea with an octopus's <laughs> garden in the shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a thing. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, the idea though of like, you know, we talked about, uh, it would be good for humans if we had to worry about, uh, uh, pterodactyls like flying over us, because, um, if, if, if at any point you walked outside, there was the chance that a pterodactyl would swoop you up and take you away to feed its little pterodactyl babies Yeah, uh, cool. that, oh, would it be, does, does a pterodactyl baby bird you? You know, just an eyeball. Cool. <laughs> What's the opposite smell of my baby birded body? <laughs> uh, go ask Carla. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like, the, I like the idea of instead of having to worry about these pterodactyls, it's just like the symbiotic relationship where we're like, Hey, I'm done with this Starbucks cup and you throw it up in the air and then a pterodactyl <laughs> comes by and grabs it. That's what I'm saying until the G-Rex shows up and eats your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, we made quite the distance today, Brandon. I'm proud of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Decided to take a look back at all this incredible knowledge that we've provided everyone and talk about what did we learn this week. After all, this is a very heady show. Uh, Brandon, yeah. did you learn anything this week, buddy? 
yeah, I learned about the G-Rex, dude. I'm actually stoked about the garbage. Hey, can I tell you something? In in um in Riverfront Park, which is here in Spokane mm-hmm. where I live, there is a garbage goat is what it's called. It's like a mechanical uh, thing and you push a button. If you have garbage with you while you're walking through your park, you can hold it under the garbage goat's mouth and we'll suck it up and eat it. I believe it's called Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> Mecha Godzilla. Now I'm going to petition the city to uh, install a G-Rex. Uh, <laughs> Gregor, that should have been your name, by the way, uh, your your radio name. G-Rex. Uh, G-Rex. <laughs> uh, Gregor, what did you learn this week? I learned that Brandon's getting a new job. Congratulations. Yay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Strange choice to become a smellier, though. I feel like that's a... Puffing farts for a living is a weird... <laughs> Weird choice, buddy. For science, man. <laughs> for science, yeah, you're right. For science, yeah. you got to find that yeah. neutralizer, right? Every yeah. scent has its anti scent. It's kind of like, like what do they, what do they call like Bizarro Superman and Superman fight, and their powers yeah. are, are matched. The Dark Beetle. The Dark Beetle is the opposite smell of Gandalf the Beetle. Hey, thanks for listening to Nerd Talk Plus. Our weekly installments happen 10 a.m. on Tuesday mornings on the Odyssey app and then available on the Odyssey app as a podcast or from your podcast provider. He's Brandon. I'm Gregor. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, thank you. And go to nerdtalkplus.com. Yay, marketing. Hey, you remembered. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.